You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! It's anger! Let me at him! Fear! Safety checklist is complete! Disgust! Ew! Ew! Sadness is in the house! Oh no! Hello! I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another week of the Get Tucked podcast. I am your host, Tuck. This week was absolutely incredible for Offroad Minivan and for Fit for a King. Fit released a merch collab with one of our favorite bands, We Came as Romans, and we are going to be doing a song swap with them. So pretty soon you'll be able to hear Dave on Backbreaker, which is going to be insanely badass. That band is phenomenal. We have seen them and followed them for quite a while, as I think most of you have, and we are completely humbled to be doing that together. So thank you guys very much. And if you've picked up that merch, thanks. It's really nice of you. That stuff helps us out a lot and helps us to keep moving and pay our bills and means the world. I just really want to keep my health insurance right now. So (laughs) thank you very much. Um, Off-Road Minivan, on the other hand, released a video for our song You on Thursday, and on Friday we dropped our debut full-length Swan Dive. The reception has been amazing, and it means the world that anyone is listening, and if you haven't, please go do. It's out on Apple Music, Spotify, all that good stuff, so search Off-Road Minivan Swan Dive. Today, we have two special treats for you. During our mid-roll break, we are going to be premiering a brand new song from the band Left to Suffer, who happen to be one of my favorite new metalcore, deathcore-adjacent bands. And on top of that, we have my conversation with one of the greatest metalcore frontmen of all time, Ryo Kinoshita. Ryo is one of the most captivating people you will ever get to see live. When Crystal Lake takes the stage, you're just hoping that they leave some energy for the rest of us by the time we get to play. We've been friends for a few years now, and I thought this was the best way to break away from my bands. So here we go, my chat with the one and only Rio of Crystal Lake. talk what's up dude how are you good thank you thank you for joining me on my show are you ready to get tucked yes i'm ready that's (laughs) sick this is interesting we're on opposite sides of the world and uh, yeah on way different schedules i'm on my first cup of coffee and you guys just finished tracking for the day so yeah that's pretty solid um is this for the redux thing that you guys are working on the original songs yeah 
pretty much uh, songs from our old albums, like 15 years ago, 10 years ago, kind of. Man, I can't <laughs> wait to hear that. That's so yeah. sick. It's going to be great. Are you guys releasing that with Sharp Tone or by yourselves? I think so. I think I think Sharp Tone will release it. So, so yeah. I'm sure they want to release all your stuff because you guys are yeah. doing so good. <laughs> yeah, Helix smashed. I'm pretty sure yeah. you guys are like one of the most talked about bands in metalcore in America at the moment for sure. Oh, really? Yeah, Helix was yeah my favorite so far. So yeah, it's so damn good. But dude, how are, how are you holding up? What are you guys doing to keep yourselves busy during quarantine? Since we all parted ways uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we recording uh, new stuff and like I said, the old stuff. I mean, and then yeah, and working out at home. That's sick. And yeah, my buff boy. Like that. That's sick. Yeah, what are you doing for your workout at the moment? Uh, pull up. Dude, pull up me too. Push ups. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to do 50 pull ups every day. Oh um, really? Yeah. <laughs> I can do it every day. Oh yeah, my back gets exhausted. Yeah. I can do like one or two days in a row and then like uh-huh. the third day I just can do like five uh-huh. pull-ups and I'm dead. Um Cool, cool. Yeah, I want to come out of I'm getting I'm eating too much ice cream and I'm going to <laughs> Me too. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, chocolate ice cream. Dude, legit, I have this, I've been eating this, like, I had a whole tub this week of, like, chocolate brownie ice cream. Yeah, because Danielle's gluten-free, so she can't eat some of the ice cream I eat if it has, like, brownie pieces or cookie Uh, dough in it, because she's allergic to it. Sounds awesome. So, yeah, I get to eat a whole tub by myself with rainbow sprinkles, and it was epic. (laughs) I mean, it took me, like, four days, but I ate ice cream every night for four days. It was bad. I'm fat. Not that. <laughs> just, yeah, just getting fat. <laughs> yeah, dude. Seriously, I know. And before we were working out so hardcore. Yeah. It's like me, you, Andrew, the Alpha Wolf Boys. Fucking mm-hmm. yeah, we were having so much fun. Yeah, that was oh, fun, um, really fun. And then God came and took it away. Yeah. You even believe in that, idiot. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, for all the people out there, because I know I, I like to make uh, religious jokes just because I'm in a band that started as a Christian band. So I feel like it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you could make jokes about like Japanese stereotypes and I can make jokes about Christian stereotypes because mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah. But dude. Yeah. Uh, how many songs are you doing for like new stuff? Is it just an EP or is it a full length? Uh, it's gonna be uh, EP kind of uh, an album. I don't know, nine songs, oh, or wow. eight songs, or nine songs. That's and cool. yeah, it's not. Uh, I don't know. I, I can say it. I can say this now, but we're gonna release a new single. I mean, another one. Uh, two new songs. Okay. Uh, next next month. So yeah. Sweet. Yeah, we um, are in the same boat. We are about on the same timeline as you for mm-hmm. putting out another song. And I guess who's on it? Mm-hmm. You are. You're on it because yeah. it's God of Fire. Yeah. I can't wait. It is. Remember when we got to play that together? When we yeah. got to play shows before the world the, stopped? 
though. It's so fun. It's so <laughs> heavy live. It was, yeah. I know. We had such a <laughs> good time. I miss those shows. Oh, man. Me too. And it's funny because you sent me that thing yesterday about the documentary. And mm. I was trying to think of, like, what my most fond memories mm. of us together are. And, like, uh, obviously yeah. when we first met at the airport in Japan will always mm. be, like, a special moment. But yeah. this... Uh, yeah, I was thinking about the when you crowd surfed at the show mm. and mm. across the entire crowd of mm. people to the back. And then for everyone listening, at the back, he gets to above the soundboard and there's just like a, a wall that goes to the balcony and he mm. climbs sound paneling. And then these two dudes reach down and give them his arms. He goes up, sits up there, mm. has, a, has some water and then comes back down. And it was one of the most badass things I've ever seen in my life, but I feel like it'd be hard to describe. Like I watched that. Yeah, I watched the movie. Uh, I mean, you know, that yeah. movie a lot of times. You know, it's like, damn. <laughs> Dude, you're insane. You do some of the craziest shit ever. I remember when we first went on the August Burns Red tour together, mm-hmm. and you guys would get done playing. And it would mm. feel like the whole show was over, mm. but you were the first band. <laughs> it was crazy. The, yeah, that was unbelievable. It was like, wow. It, a lot of yeah. people have waited for us, and it, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, lo- I, I lost, I lost words. You know, I mean, the best moment. In yeah, my you've life. gotten three. Well. You got two really great tours, and then we did five shows of one other awesome tour. Mm. But, yeah, the, the Northlane tour that you guys did also was an insane lineup. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. I saw that, and gosh, I blacked out in New York when we hung out. Because <laughs> yeah. it was between you guys and uh, and the Arab and Northlane guys, I was just, and it's not to say that I, I just don't ever drink with currants, so I'm not blaming them for why I blacked out. <laughs> But, you know, yeah, I forget. Somebody just had that maker's mark in the North Lane room. And, I, yeah, I blacked out that night. That was a tough one for me. But I had a great <laughs> time. You guys all smashed it. I didn't black out till I was going home because I, mm. I I chugged a bunch of maker's mark on my way out. And yeah. that's what you did it to me. You were so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was a great night, though. I, yeah. I had so much fun. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go through some Crystal Lake history, if that's mm-hmm. okay. Um, yeah. First and foremost, do, you mm-hmm. know, I know you weren't originally there when they named the band, but mm-hmm. they named the band after that horror movie Lake, mm-hmm. right? You know, the whole thing, yeah. I'm assuming. Okay, that's cool. Is like YD a super horror movie fan or something, or was someone else? Uh, it's not actually named. From horror movie, it's I forget. I think it's like, Jason or something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we named after uh, Japanese TV games. I mean, uh, Romancing Saga. You you heard it? No. Explain um, if yeah, a little bit if you can. Yeah, it's a game like Final Fantasy. Oh, like kind of RPG thing, and then, yeah, there's a place called Crystal Lake. And yeah, that's we, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's named from there. 
Okay, so a lot of people would probably think in that it is named after the horror movie yeah, thingy. Yeah. But cool, correction. Yeah. Everyone was wrong, including myself. And now we know <laughs> yeah. it's from a video game. That's cool. Yeah, I just don't know that much about video games because my dad is really mm. good at them. And he used really? to beat me as a child mm. in video games and instead of real life. Like, my dad never hit me once. But he never let me win any video games, so it was like a virtual beating. It was pretty well, cool. <laughs> virtual beating. Virtual beating. Dude, he got. Uh, he bought that um, VR shit. Uh, oh, really? what's, what's it called? Um, uh, Oculus Rift. Oculus. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, he has it, and it's awesome. I really like playing that. Uh, there's like a star wars game and you get to pretend that you're slicing things up it's really cool i can i can see the future where people have really shitty small apartments and all they do is sit on oculus all day and look at Mm. porn and slice Mm. people up (laughs) like i hate my boss i hate my boss um um, i'm gonna kill my boss (laughs) i'm gonna kill my boss um all right so i think before we even talk band stuff, mm-hmm. what what made you want to become a screamer? Um, what was it like a particular band you heard, or what got you into this whole thing in the first place? Uh, Linkin Park, definitely. And oh. when I when I was twelve, and I've never heard, I never heard of anything like heavy music, and then Linkin Park was my first heavy band, and then. What, what the hell is going? No, I, I was like, you know, and then I don't know. No, I, I get that. I start- that was a, a similar one for me. I remember mm-hmm. I used to get sick a lot as a kid, and I was mm-hmm. just watching the MTV Two late at mm-hmm. night, and the first "Crawling in the Dark" music video mm-hmm. was on TV. Oh, who was that? Cool, cool. Yeah, or not, not Hoobastank. No, what was that first Linkin Park single that was popular? I'm not really like that big of a fan. Uh, so, um, I don't know, crawling. You, you said crawling in the dark, so yeah, I, I thought it was, I just mixed them <laughs> Hoobastank. up. Yeah, crawling in the end. Yeah, somewhere I belong. Whatever for when he had the red spiky hair. Uh, uh a paper cut. Yeah, let me. I guess. Man, I'm terrible. I remember <laughs> there was one time <laughs> I was with my family and we were driving home on Christmas Eve and I was yeah. listening to um, Lincoln Park and I was singing in the end and yeah. they all turned off the radio and mm-hmm. were just listening to me sing and laughing at me. And mm-hmm. then I turned, I took my headphones off and everyone was laughing and I was just like, <laughs> oh no, that's so terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's my wife. Um, I don't know. One of those songs. I don't know if it was one step closer, or crawling or whatever. But the, I don't know. They had red spiky hair. I saw that and that was cool. Um, but uh, so did you end up getting into like Corn and Limp Biscuit and the whole yeah all those bands right. at that time? Yeah, like new metal, like yeah, like you said. And then I started to listening to uh, Metallica and Slayer, like thrash metal band. Sweet. I mean, heavier stuff. And then then uh, I was into uh, death metal, black metal, grindcore, like, like extreme music. Any bands in particular? Uh, like uh, Emperor, 
Gorgoroth, Morbid Angel, Decide, like old school, old school death metal, black metal things. And then, and then I decided to start to scream, like growling. Yeah. And uh, like, I don't know how to call it, but screeching. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah, that's still how I sound. Um, I'm yeah. I can't scream, so I just yeah. sound really bad and make terrible noises. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's not. I mean, your your screams are insane. But one of the most impressive things about you guys as a group of people is your knowledge of underground metal music. Um, yeah. you guys know more bands. Then I mean the, the only other person that I, that seems to know as many bands as you guys is Brian, who's our mm-hmm. our sound tech yeah. tour manager, because he's a giant fucking nerd and he's straight edge. So he's been sober his whole life and he's spent his entire life learning every metal and hardcore band that mm-hmm. you've never heard of, mm-hmm. and. Um, <laughs> I love him very much, uh, yeah. but <laughs> he is my keeper. But more importantly, it seems like you guys are on that same level of just, you know, more bands than anyone's ever heard of. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm just a nerd, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's super impressive. Yeah. Um, Heavy metal nerd. So yeah. I don't, I wouldn't have you any other way. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Um, so when you started screaming after you got into the death metal stuff, did you mm-hmm. join a band when you were a kid or how did it work out? No, we're just, I'm, I'm just, I was just playing guitars and singing with my friends and it's not, it's not, it was not a band. It just, it just, we were just jamming. That's cool. It, what, yeah, what kind of not, stuff were you guys jamming? Like cover band of Metallica, Slayer, like that. That's awesome. And yeah, it was fun, but so messy. It was so messy. The drummer was terrible. <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't even play eight beat. And it, oh. <laughs> hey, well, the drummer terrible. of Metallica is pretty terrible. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I think that's why Metallica is so partially why they're so famous, though. Is yeah. Because if they had a really good drummer, he would have made those songs, like Metallica songs, way more technical. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lars kept it so simple that normal people could like it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, you know, like, if, um, gosh, if you watched Gaku play a Metallica song, he would look so bored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, he, he, loves, he loves Metallica a lot. <laughs> oh, does he? Yeah. I'm I'm sure he learned those songs when he was four years old. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just he's so good. For anyone that hasn't seen Crystal Lake yet, they yeah. arguably have the best drummer in metalcore. Yeah. And it was he fun, is. dude. The one time where he, uh, Matt from August Burns Red was like, uh-huh. "Oh, you you can you can play that one song live, sure, or whatever." Oh, and yes, yes. He goes to practice it with the band that day, and Gaku uh, just out of nowhere plays that song completely yeah. perfect, and yeah, then yeah, 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 smashed it live. Like throws in his own little bell tricks and all this stuff. He is such a fucking freak. It is so cool to watch. Um, one of the most talented dudes on the planet. Yeah. He's so good. He's when so when you guys joined the band in 2012, did you mm-hmm. and Gaku know each other? Yeah, 
Uh, we've been playing together since he was 15, I guess. Uh, yeah, we, we were doing another band, and then he was playing in a deathcore band and called Nocturnal Bloodlust. It was, it was like more like Suicide Silence or Carnifex. That's cool. Things. And then, yeah. And then he was, I don't know, he was, he was insane at that time, even at that time when he was 15. And then, I, I, I don't know. He, he just. <laughs> yeah, there's something special about that dude. You can't, when you watch him play, it just looks so fluid for him. Mm-hmm. Um, where it just doesn't, it just doesn't seem difficult. Um, I mean, it is everything he does is so technical, but he makes yeah. it look so easy. Yeah. Um, didn't he try out or play with baby metal for a little while or some shit? <laughs> I might be. All wrong. I heard was he was a part of baby metal. I mean, and then he played some shows with them. And then, I don't know much about it, but yeah, definitely he played with them. That's crazy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I wish I could be one of the girls in baby metal. Mm -hmm. That would be awesome. (laughs) I'm going to start wearing a wig and shave my facial hair off and start listening (laughs) like a girl, and then I'll be in baby metal. And I I have a funny story about it. You know Mitsuru? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> and uh, Mitsuru is doing another band called Kiba Oga Kiba and kind of comic metal band. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, they released a split EP with Baby Metal. No shit. Yeah. Like way, <laughs> like a long time ago? Yeah, 10 years or 8 years wow. ago. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. What a small world. <laughs> You know, yeah. and I mean, there's just so much talent in Japan that people also um, okay. haven't heard about. And where I, when we went over and played that festival with you, just about every band that played that day sounded great. Um, yeah. And a lot of them were quote unquote local bands or small bands. But, uh, you know, even look at like uh, Rick's band, um, Sable mm-hmm. Hills. Fucking yeah, awesome yeah. band. That band yeah, needs sick. to get heat everywhere. Needs to get around. Like, hopefully at some point we can get them over to the States too. Mm. When Rick just arrived in Poughkeepsie, New York, of all places, oh, yeah, that yeah. ghetto little shithole, I could not believe it. That blew my mind. Yeah. Rick is, uh, for all those listening, Rick is a friend of Rio's, and he was um, our guide in Japan pretty much. Like, there was, when we went over there to play some shows, Mm-hmm. Or play a show, one singular show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Rio met us at the airport and hung out with us quite a few days, but also Rick was with us every day. And I, I forget uh, the yeah. name of the other gentleman that was with us too, the tall, skinny one. Um, uh, I think he's. Uh... Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh... Oh my god! <laughs> Damn, I, I forgot his name. Yeah. Oh. He was a nice guy, though. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no worries. Oh, well, whatever. Never mind. Never mind. Well, never if mind. it comes to us, we'll yeah. throw it in there. But were you in any bands before you were in Crystal Lake? Uh, my previous band was 
cold infection and then kind of metalcore band. Sweet. Just like Crystal Lake. You know, sounded like The Ghost Inside, Immure, Bury Your Dead. Sick. Yeah. The best bands. Yeah. <laughs> I was just talking with, um, so the drummer in mm. my side project is uh-huh. in a side project with Slim from Bury Your mm-hmm. Dead. Oh, really? Yeah. He plays in a band called Bone Splitter with him. Um, Whoa. And my friend Shane, who... Uh, recorded Returners by Ghost Inside. Wow. And yeah, he's got like, yeah, when he's not playing super soft stuff with me, he's playing soup. Mm. I'll send it to you. It's pretty cool. Um, mm. But we were talking about how Slim deserves to have like a record or something mm. where it's just mm. like, yeah, the guy that influenced every big single note riff and breakdown ever. Yeah. Like exactly. without Barrier Dead, most of these breakdowns wouldn't exist. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. True. They're one of the best bands yeah. ever. Yeah. Okay. So you played in that band. What at what age did you start infected? I was eighteen or nineteen. Sweet. Um Did you guys tour at all or anything? Mm, not really. Playing some tours kinda. I mean, not not a long tour. It was short tours, bunch of short tours, and then I don't know. I I had been in the band three years, and then I yeah, and then quit and joined Crystal Lake. Did Crystal Lake come at you first and was like, "Hey, you're in this band and you're really good. Do you want to quit your band and be in our band?" Not. To be honest, I I asked them to uh, try out. Let, yeah, let cool. me. And then it's like you know uh, the previous singer of Crystal Lake uh, quit at that time. And then uh, I met Shinya. And then I and then asked asked him to yeah uh, do some tryouts. And then yeah, he said okay. And then. I'm here. <laughs> what did your tryout look like for the band? Did you just go play with them at practice, or did you have to record something, or what did you I do? Know, just, just did some practice. Yeah, we were in this practice studio twice, and then yeah, and then they didn't tell me. Uh, I don't know. It's. It took a little while before they told yeah, you yeah, you were in the band. You're right. Okay. Took a while. Yeah. Um, like three months. That's or cool. Four months. Yeah. Did you guys record um, any like e any EPs or singles or anything at that time while you guys were kind of figuring it out? Uh yeah, we did. Uh, we did a single. Uh, Are they the ones Brian Hood did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one he did, and then yeah, yeah the fire inside overcome single. And then, yeah, oh, that was fuck. the first one I oh, sung. From yeah. yeah. Every time we look in my face. <laughs> like the terror song. I don't even know if yeah. I have those lyrics oh, right. But... Oh, my God. God. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song, too. <laughs> Rise back. Okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, sometimes you just have to sing a terror song in the middle. But 
Yeah, Brian Hood mixed those, and they sound super good. Yeah, and super heavy. <laughs> he also did. He mixed one of your other records, didn't he? Um, not Helix. Oh uh, yeah, the sign. Oh, and Cubes and the sign. That's so uh, one EP and one album. He has one of the best mixes ever. Like the same with the uh, the Death Card by Sworn mm-hmm. In. Oh yeah, he mixed Sworn that. In. That one sounds so good too. Um, Gideon too. Yeah, he mixed the Gideon stuff. That stuff sounds wild. He knows what he's doing. Smart yeah. fella. Fart smella. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. But, uh, okay, that's cool. So you guys ended up um, like signing with Artery at some point right? yeah. in the States. When was that? Was that like 2014? That was 2014 or 2015, I guess. And then we released The Sign. Our third album through Ottery, and yeah. I feel and like I now. didn't really hear about you guys um, too much until you guys did that and like started mm. putting out the Ottery stuff because that was. Mm. Uh, you guys did that. You put out. I think after you put out True North is maybe when you had Gideon come to the sta- to Japan. Oh yeah. Right. I think that was around 2014, 2015. 2015. Uh, uh, yeah. Because yeah. that's the summer that um, we were at Warp Tour. And mm. gosh, what's her name? Um, there's a girl who is from Japan who comes to the States all the time to go to shows. And I saw her at Warp Tour. And I was like, mm-hmm. hey, you should go tell Rio of Crystal Lake that I'm really jealous that they brought Gideon to Japan and I want to come to Japan. And then she did. And you DM'd me on Mm -hmm. Instagram and invited us to come play the True North Festival. Oh, yeah. Her name is Miki? No? Oh, God. I should text Ryan and ask him. With long black hair? Uh, She's... I feel like she's always wearing a hat, so it's hard for me to tell. She's very short. Um, I don't know. When, who was that? <laughs> I'm going to ask Ryan because he'll, he'll know. He has the greatest memory of anyone I know. Um, he always knows because he's the smartest person that I know. Um, <laughs> one of them. Okay, so... You guys put out uh, the sign. You guys put out True North. Mm. And you did... I don't think... I don't know. You had Gideon over. Did you bring anyone else from the States over to Japan yet at that point? Yeah. Who else have you guys brought over there? Not really. I think. Oh, you, you mean... We brought someone to Japan, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys, you like... Like what you guys did with us and with Gideon. Do you guys... Uh, uh, yeah, I guess just at that time, were you bringing anyone else over? Did you bring Northland? Did you bring any not, other bands? Not really then. Okay. It's just, yeah, we we played a lot of foreign bands uh, that time, but, you know, we, we, we didn't bring any bands uh, at that time, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, by ourselves, you know. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and speaking of, I I just kind of breezed over the fact that you just invited us over to Japan. Mm. But to explain to everybody listening, Mm. we got to go to Japan to play the True North Festival, which is Crystal Mm. Lakes Festival. And it was Mm. the 15-year anniversary of the band's existence. And we played to, I think it was like four or 5,000 people there. Um, Maybe Two thousands? Oh, really? Man, that room was packed. Yeah, um, I thought it was more than that, but you would know much better than I would. Regardless, yeah. a lot of people, and it was so packed that at one point during your guys' set, I remember I ran and did a front flip off the riser into the crowd yeah. with my phone, and <laughs> it was so sick. It was so packed. I landed so softly. Even I had a cigarette tucked in my ear, and it stayed in my ear. It was amazing. <laughs> and don't smoke cigarettes, though. I quit. They're mm-hmm. bad for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you don't because you're a good boy. You don't smoke. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't smoke. Yeah. Aren't you like straight edge? You don't do Not it. straight edge. I just I just don't like alcohol and cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Cigarettes are bad. They give you sicknesses. Just they give you the coronavirus for those. Of yeah. You know. Um <laughs> So I guess everything really changed for you guys, I feel like, when you put out Apollo and Machina. Yeah. Like, at that point, I feel like you guys just started blowing up and everyone was talking about Crystal Lake. Yeah, that song made us famous. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's amazing. I mean, yeah. you guys really figured out how to write a metalcore song that um, evoked a... a like, it, it, fills you with such emotion when I see mm. you guys play. And I think that the crowd feels that too. Mm. Um, it's just epic. The only word to describe it is epic. Yeah. yeah um, but I, uh, I, I thought it was just another new song for us. So I, I never thought they, people liked it. So yeah, I was surprised. I think that happens for oh, um, bands sometimes where, for Fit for a King, I think that song was Death Grip for us, where we didn't mm-hmm. even release that as a single. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it ended up being the most popular song on that record. Mm-hmm. And for you guys, yeah, you just put out these singles and boom, all of a sudden everyone's listening to Apollo. And mm-hmm. it's amazing, uh, mind-blowing mm-hmm. stuff. So at that point, is that when Sean Keith maybe mm-hmm. talked to you guys and he started working with Sharp Tone? Yes, yes, definitely. Cool. Sean is the man. He is a yeah, he's the man. Yeah. He has offered his brain to come on my show at some point, too, so we can talk to kids about what it's like being on a badass record label. Mm. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Sean, um, so you guys signed, and then how soon after did you put out Helix? Had you guys already recorded it, and you were just yeah. showing it to him? Uh, actually, uh, we start making it, uh, when we sign, uh, when we, when we sign, uh, Shopton Records. Okay. And then, yeah, we start to make it. And then, so, uh, it was 2018? Yeah. No, it was 2017. The end of 2017, I guess. Okay. Yeah. That's sick. 
So, yeah, it gave some time where you guys actually signed the paperwork and made the record before it was announced. Um, yeah. So, how did you guys hear of Drew? Because he uh, mixed that record, right? Yeah, he did a lot of great albums, like Emuor, We Came As Romans. And, yeah. uh, and then Crossway, too, I guess. And oh. Then, I didn't know he did a Crossfaith record. Yeah, I guess yeah. This, that's similar stuff for us that we heard of him were those records and mm. uh, Motionless and White. He had done mm. their stuff too, which sounds super good. Um, okay, cool. So was the, did the same guy record for you in Japan? I forget his name again. You just mentioned uh, Daihei. Yeah, Daihei. the same okay. guy. Yeah, we've been working with him for, I don't know, 15 years, 10 years, 12 years. I don't know. For a long time. <laughs> anyway. Sweet. That's awesome. Does um does Kago re- record it all at home? Or does he just do live stuff? Uh, he just do live stuff. He's so good. You yeah, guys have the greatest so mix good. ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's so good. I love when it's the beginning of the day and you just hear him going, <laughs> he does these vocal mic checks where he checks different frequencies throughout the room uh and he does it all just with his voice and it's the most interesting thing to listen to the guy is an actual genius and if you want the greatest drinking partner on the planet he is it he's <laughs> yeah. so fun to party with um <laughs> he's he's crazy <laughs> He is he is a little crazy. Yeah, he I would yeah, he he goes hard. It's fun. Um God, I love that dude. I have such a good time when I see him. Uh so when you guys uh put out that record, I guess is when things start popping off and then you came and did the August Burns Red tour with yeah. us around that time, right? Yeah, you're right. That was the and first then time. Everyone realized that you're the greatest metalcore band on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> That was so I cool. Hope so. Watching that first show where you guys played was just like, okay, yeah, everybody can just, uh, you got to strap <laughs> up tonight. We need to, to really try today. Otherwise, we're <laughs> going to look terrible. Um, <laughs> what was that feeling like of finally getting to the U.S. and, and playing over here? Did uh, Had you guys really wanted to do that for a long time? Yeah. <laughs> Go to the stage is, was one of my dreams and then yeah it was like oh my god i'm in the states and i play shows oh my god <laughs> like you know high school girls <laughs> oh yeah dude 100 percent. yeah especially i think i remember we had done one previously when when we first toured with august burns red and we were mm-hmm. one of the opening bands mm-hmm. just getting to be around those guys too is amazing because they're just one of the greatest metalcore bands to ever exist. They've done things yeah, most metalcore true. bands will never do. They're, you know, Grammy nominated. They've mm. sold over 30,000 records, you know, been in, or uh, not total. They've sold a million records total now. Yeah. But like they have first week numbers that will, you know, contend with just some of the best pop and rock stars out there, period. So mm. August Burns Red blows my mind constantly. Yeah. What a fucking band. But then you guys came and you made us all look like shit and it was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. What, what do you want? What do you like to write about? Um, when you're making lyrics, 
because uh, it seems like you're so connected when you're singing it live. And if people didn't notice, you're incredibly bilingual. You mm. can speak English so fucking well, and you write it extremely well. So what motivates you to write these songs? I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm just studying right now, and I, <laughs> I not, I don't speak English very well, and so I, yeah, I, I ask my friends to correct my lyrics, and then I don't know. I just, I just want want to describe how. Nah. It's hard to explain in English, but it's I I wanna I wanna describe anger and agony and sorrow like yeah. you know and negative emotions and then yeah you know tho- you, those emotions yeah uh, we all have those emotions right and then, absolutely yeah I just wanna uh, hmm. Those it's are the like, emotions that you prefer to express when you're writing lyrics are anger yeah. and frustration and sorrow and that kind yeah. of feeling. Okay. And yeah. I think it fits because you guys write these songs that also a, lot, a few times at the end of the song, it, especially the one that you end with live, mm-hmm. it's so uplifting and mm-hmm. it has this resolution where it feels like at the end, everything is okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the things that I like about watching Crystal Lake every night is through the rise and fall of the set, it ends uh. in this place where it's just like an epic tidal wave that just comes and washes you away. It's it's just so yeah. nice. Every night when I see you out in the crowd and people are holding you up by your feet and you've got them waving their arms and, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah like dude it doesn't Polar. get better than that it yeah. really doesn't get any better than yeah. that yeah it's kind of you know catharsis yeah kind of yeah. thing and then you know that that's what i wanted to you know ex- express and then uh you know to put to put out uh dark emotions negative emotions yes. we can get positive emotions like happiness and then uh, i don't know have to say it like, uh, like fulfillment yeah fulfillment the resolution fulfillment, at the yeah. end so yeah. when you watch a movie like, and you know even though it's been a struggle the whole movie the ending is okay everyone ends up okay okay everybody we're gonna pump the brakes but only for one minute Today, we bring you something special. This is the world premiere of Wasted, a brand new song by the band Left to Suffer. Left to Suffer is a deathcore, metalcore-adjacent band from Atlanta, Georgia. They haven't been together very long, but are quickly making a name for themselves. I think it's rare that you find a band with work ethic, brains, songwriting, and raw talent. Left to Suffer really has it all. Taylor Barber is one of the best young front men in all of metalcore. And I really don't think anything will get in this band's way, and they are 100% going to become a staple to the genre. Their new EP, A Year of Suffering, will be released on June 5th. It's going to be four previously released songs and two brand new ones, including this song, Wasted. Please go give them a follow and pay attention because no one likes FOMO, if people are still saying that. But all right, let's get to it. 
beat the shit out of your bedroom when the breakdown hits. And uh, this is the world premiere of Wasted by Left to Suffer. Let's fucking go. Also, before you said that your English isn't very good, you just your vocabulary is so good that you were able to think about your songs and pull out the word catharsis. Okay, your vocabulary is fantastic, yeah. and it's just <laughs> so impressive. All of you 
um, everyone in the band really speaks fluent English, um, except for mm-hmm. Gaku has some struggles. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I can talk to all of you without having to pause or do that like broken English thing where I'm like, I'm going to talk to you slow like you're stupid. <laughs> you know, we've always been able to just speak normally and it's all because of you and and how smart and good you are at speaking english <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> really? um but i think i i had asked some people for some questions for you and i think that was one thing that people were most interested mm-hmm. in is what mm-hmm. motivates you to write these songs um mm-hmm. because i just love do you name the songs as well yeah man i do you've got a skill you always have really cool <laughs> names. It's awesome. What what part of uh, I guess when what m- made you want to speak English? Did you like movies? Did you like the culture? Was it the music? What made you want to learn to speak English? Music. That's the only thing that motivates to speak. Did it start English. with just singing yeah. along to songs and then finding out what it meant? Yeah, definitely. That's pretty cool. Like, yeah, through singing Linkin Park song, <laughs> I found, yeah, you know, how I found out how to speak English and then how to pronounce the words. And then, you know, they're my textbook yeah. <laughs> of English. Oh, that Linkin Park song, it was one step closer. That's the yeah. one I was thinking of. Um, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> um, yeah. I like to to do whisper screams on my show as much as possible mm-hmm. because I'm terrible at screaming, so it only sounds cool if I'm whispering. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that makes sense because uh, I guess that would be the, the easiest way to start getting into it. Now, was there classes in school that focused on English or did you yeah. do it all yourself? Okay. Yeah, some classes. Cool. High school, in junior high, from junior high to university. Did you ever go to did you go to college to university? Yeah, university, but I quit quit. What were you studying? And then, uh commerce. Oh. That's cool. Oh. That makes sense. But I yeah. Um but commerce was not my thing. And it, I was like You uh, just did it because I, I Yeah, because uh because I thought it was good for uh, job, mm-hmm. and then yeah, but I I hate math, so I I didn't. <laughs> Dude, me too. I'm terrible at math. Yeah. I was not a good student. Yeah. Um, I was very very bad at math. I'm still very bad at math. <laughs> I'm uh just I wasn't. Yeah, I'm not the best student in general. I just liked throwing <laughs> guitars around. That's it. Um, that was my <laughs> qualification. But that's cool. So how long did you go to college for or university? Uh, three years. Oh, so you almost finished. Yeah, but I, but I couldn't get, I mean. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> you were yeah. almost done. That's amazing. Is that when you joined the band, um, Crystal Lake? Yeah, before I joined the band. Okay, cool. Yeah. Who are your favorite? I couldn't, oh. I, Oh, you go first. Oh, oh no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, did you, uh, 
did you go from being in university right into being in Crystal Lake or was there a space? Uh, there was a space and then, uh, I don't know when I was in university, I met some, uh, I, like I told you, uh, I joined the previous yeah. band. And then when I was 18, uh, when I started to go to, uh, university and then, uh, so that's when you did infected. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then I, yeah, when I, when I was 21 or 22, yeah, it, it was 22 when I joined Crystal Lake and then, yeah. That's cool. So you had already quit university just cause you didn't want to do it. That's awesome. Yes. Sounds good. <laughs> That's yeah. I did college for, um, a few years. And got my like uh, prerequisite courses, so like just your basic uh-huh. courses done, and then I stopped going to school because I thought it was dumb. Oh really? Um, <laughs> who are your favorite screamers, like vocalists ever? Favorite screamers, or just vocalists in general? They can be they're, singers. It doesn't yeah, have to be someone who just screams. Yeah, there are a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Like I don't know. Top uh, five. Pete. Pete Kowalski, Mean Pete, uh, singer of Remembering wow. Never, either Bishop. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't he, he sick or something recently? Yeah, he got cancer. Man, that's terrible. Yeah, what a band. Yeah. What there? I remember just hearing that one song on repeat all the time. Um, Soon I've got to the back of the road. Uh, uh, incisions, in, incisions, yeah, yeah, yeah. incisions. Yeah, that yeah. song is so good. Yeah, his so voice good. is wild. And then, uh, yeah, and then, uh, hmm, David Vincent, a singer of Morbid Angel. Sick. His growls are like so evil. Like where the slime lives, like yeah. <laughs> like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, he it's got like a sick pronunciation to it, but being extra growly and gargly and evil. Yeah, which you've definitely got that down. Um, yeah, I forget what that one because there's one point in your set where a song ends and you're just holding out a growl at the end of the uh-huh. song. I forget what was that. Ah, uh, fuck. Oh, it'll come to me. Whatever. I'm slow today. <laughs> but, all right. Who else you got? Mm, if anything. Jung from Dissection. I've never heard that band. Uh, Swedish, black, Swedish black metal band. He died a long time ago, but he's so sick. He's... Sweet. Yeah. He, he was evil, too. That's awesome. <laughs> it was more like, you know, he did screeching like black metal screeching like that's that. sweet then, yeah. i'll have to listen to them i've never heard of that band dissection yeah yeah dissection and then uh my god was that third yeah yeah um uh, hmm. i'm just i i think it's sick that you threw mean pete in there 
man, yeah. his voice oh. is so gnarly. Yeah, me so Yeah, the way he pronunciates so and how yeah. strong it is is just yeah, it's true agony and pain. Like he just yeah, yeah. exactly. And oh yeah, Jamie Justin. Oh fuck yeah, of course. Yeah, hey breed. Yeah. One of the greatest yeah. metal frontmen ever. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I feel like he, you know, we were talking, I was talking the other day about how Madball was one of the first bands to like become kind of like a brand where people wanted to wear their shit and wear their merch and stuff. Mm -hmm. But Hatebreed took that and like was the Michael Jordan of that shit. They were like so good at branding. He was doing Headbangers Ball. They were everywhere, man. Like you did not know Hatebreed. Like Hatebreed was closer to being like an Anthrax and Metallica than they were to being like a... Oh, just a hardcore band. Exactly. Fucking legendary. That's sick. That's a good list of guys. And, yeah. And then uh, Michael Okerfeld from Opeth. Oh. Yeah, I've never really yeah. been into that band. I've never really listened to them. I'll have to do that. He he was doing the other band, another band, and then it was called Bloodbath, like Swedish death metal oh. band. And then... Yeah, he growling. He was growling all the time, and then, yeah, so brutal. That's sick. Yeah, he he his voice is so smooth. It's you know, never tired of it. Well, that's a hell of a list. That's pretty sick. It makes sense. Yeah, you have a very like. Oh my gosh, when I listen to you scream, it's just so miraculous. Like how well you. Uh, like pronunciate and the words come across even for someone mm. who I think maybe because you're learning English as you write it, you're able to write in this way where there's not a lot of filler. There's not a lot of mm. excess words. Um, it's just mm. very descriptive and to the point, um, mm. which I really love. Big fan. It's sick. Thank you. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> sat here singing your praises for an hour because you're the fucking best mm. ever. And it's bullshit. It's not fair. You've made all of us look terrible. Like I can't, the thing that's going to suck is you, every time we've toured together, there's a gap where you'll play and then there's another band and then we play. <laughs> uh, I yeah. just, the, now by the next time that you come to the States, you're going to be too big to have that gap. So we'd have to be direct support, which we should do because it would be fucking awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be yeah. great. And then, um, We'll just go on a bus and have Andrew drive everyone. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so sick. Awesome. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll look like shit now. Because we always had that yeah. nice buffer where people can, like, take a break after you play for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> not saying that people take a break during Miss May I or Chelsea Grin. But all I'm saying is I don't want to play right after that. Because it's like, if you've ever had sex before... The last thing you want to do after you've just finished having sex is have more sex. At least for me. I'm like, I need an, I need to take a break. I need a glass of water, maybe a Gatorade, a little peanut butter. And then, like, I could consider coming back. Um, but <laughs> it's pretty much like that after you watch Crystal Lake. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said it right. <laughs> Goddamn right, brother. 
Yeah, we gotta do another Dark Skies tour. Yeah, yeah I mean, the only issue with that is now we're we're putting out a new album in, at the end of the summer, and you guys huh. were gonna be doing a different headlining. You were gonna headline your own tour in the summer. Yeah. Which yeah. I can't believe that. Thank God that never got announced because people would have been mm-hmm. so upset. Yeah. It was I, such a sick yeah. lineup. Like such a fucking mm-hmm. and that's it's the same thing with our tour. Such a sick lineup. And then everything gets ruined because of the fucking government, because they're giving everybody COVID and they're spreading it through the airplanes. What's that uh, crop dusting or whatever when people fart on you and they walk past you? That's what the government's doing with coronavirus, with airplanes. Yeah. But um, hopefully, are, are you guys planning on taking that summer tour and moving it to the fall and announcing it still? Yeah, we already announced it, but I'm not sure we'll be able to do the that. The same four bands? You guys announced that? Yeah. Yeah, we already announced oh, it. We moved that. to the yeah, the Polaris one. That's crazy. Yeah. Wild. Uh, uh, yo, sorry, we are not announced yet. <laughs> that's what I was saying. I uh, didn't. I yeah. yeah, yeah now we just blew it. Um, that's why I've been being vague <laughs> yeah. about it. Um, because I I feel like uh, I don't. I I, I misunderstood. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> now everybody knows there was gonna be fuck. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna edit that out. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I'll edit that out. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's canceled. It is canceled. <laughs> yeah, it's canceled. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that YD? Are you next to YD? Tell yeah. YD I said hi and that I love him. <laughs> okay, I'll tell dude. Him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that stinks because that lineup was really great and I think people would have loved that yeah. tour. Um, well, now that it's canceled, I guess we can talk about it a little bit. Just yeah. for those that did hear. It was going to be a Crystal Lake Polaris tour, which I think everyone's also equally a huge fan of that band right now. Um, Polaris just kind of came out of nowhere and swept everybody off their feet because they're doing their own metalcore thing in in their own way. It's got a little bit of Mm -hmm. the, I don't know, I guess, Genty-esque bounce thing that people seem to enjoy. But they're like that one song, Mm -hmm. Masochist, is... Mm -hmm. Almost like if balance and composure and metalcore fused together, it's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. The song is so good. Yeah, it's so. So, good. do you? Um, I guess we won't say who's on it or what, but are you guys making plans for coming back in the fall, or are you just gonna stay in Japan? Yeah, we're just staying in Japan for now, and you don't know. Uh, not sure what will happen next and then you know everybody's uh i don't know suspicious about it you know about doing tours and then well the thing right now is nobody wants to book another tour just to cancel it so i think everyone's waiting to see with what plans people do still have if they're going to follow through in the september to december range and see if anyone would be able to tour at the end of the year um, but, hmm. Yeah, some you know some people said we won't be able to do shows in 2020. So who yeah, knows? it's we'll a see. possibility. Yeah, who knows? Is yeah. the is the government in Japan? Are they um giving you guys any money, any unemployment money, or any assistance? Yeah. Okay. 
That's good. You know, as long as we're all able to survive and get to the next. All we'll have to do is just put out our new albums and then go back to it. Mm. Yeah. We will get $1,000 each. So, yeah, not bad. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, they they gave a, a payout. It's like about $1,000, a little bit more here. Mm. Uh, but some of us, have, like I still haven't gotten it, but it all depends on what tax mm. bracket you're in and stuff and all this shit. Mm. So someday my Donnie Bucks will come from my orange lord and savior. Uh, so, mm. But he's not that orange anymore. He's getting less orange and, and I think he's <laughs> ready to evolve into his next stage of being a president um yeah. yeah but i i also don't know anything about politics because i'm dumb and i don't care because uh, politics mm-hmm. are fucking stupid because it's really yeah. watching television or going on your computer has been nothing but a frustration as of late um i don't yeah. know how your politics are in japan but just people aren't very fun to watch in the states if you turn on tv all you see is everybody arguing with each other so it's just not uh, mm. not good for mental health but yeah you're yeah. right but hopefully sooner than later we are able to go back to work and we can all do a tour mm. together yeah we'll plan world tour round 2 it should just really be if you know Wage War, Us, Polaris, You Guys, Currents, World Tour, all five bands. Mm. And it's a like Metalcore or Die Tour. And yeah. it would be the greatest That'd thing ever. Awesome. And everyone would rotate every day. And it would be like a small festival of the best breakdowns that you could possibly hear right now. Um, yeah. you know, if we're doing a touring festival, we'll throw Alpha Wolf in there too. That would be super cool. Mm. Um, and then maybe have like love on it too. That would be great. Mm. Wow. I'm just going to make this massive dream tour right now. And then I'll, I'll, I'll book it myself because I'm a great booking agent. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have all that access around the world. I'm going to book us in Tanzania. I'm going to book us in, uh, Mexico. I'm going to book us in mm-hmm. Finland. That's it. Mm. That's the world tour. That's great. That's good stuff. That's great. Yeah, I think so, dude. But you guys going to keep recording today, or are you guys done? Oh, we're done. That's yeah. cool. I just, yeah, I just have to make some demos. How many yeah. more songs do you have to do until you're done with the recording? Two left. Sweet. Yeah, just two. That's very nice. But you sound great yeah. if you just record it all day. Your your voice sounds completely fine, so you're not hurting yourself at all. Yeah, really? I'm so fucked up right now. You feel hoarse? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. No, you sound good. You sound nice. Really? Yeah. Thank you. You sound as good as you look. Hot. Oh, my God. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> all right, man. This is really all I had for you today. Um I just can't believe, I guess, you know, just crazy thinking about all the fun memories that we already have as people and like having the tattoos that we got. I guess we never, I should have told people. Yeah. About that. yeah. I guess there was one time we were playing upstate concert hall in Clifton Park and my friend Barry came and tattooed 11 of us and we all have these little smash balls and some yes. people have, uh, MMI, FFAK, and 
uh, CL for um, Miss May I fit for a king Crystal Lake, and then some people got mad because bad. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, what a great memory. My dad was hanging out. I fractured my ankle. I got a tattoo. It was a great day. And you have always since day one, ever since that one time I told a girl at Warp Tour that I wanted to meet you and, and play Japan. You have been yeah. the most amazing friend to me and done nothing mm. but help me. And I there's very few people in this world that like like dude when they canceled all this shit, like I cried. Mm. I did not want to say goodbye yeah. to you at all. Um, yeah, me too. It's hard, and you have become one of my best friends, and I love you so very much, dude. Seriously. Yeah. But, oh, fuck. Goddamn world. I was, I was, I, I've been empty for a month. You know, when when we can't, you know, when this this was canceled, and then I was like, oh my, I can't live. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was after we looked forward to it for so long and just texting each other, being like, I can't wait to work out every day and I can't wait to hang out. And yeah. This happens. But, you know, at least I feel like our bands are just at the beginning. And although we've yeah. been around and we have this crazy history where there's been past members and the name has been around maybe a little bit, but overall, our yeah. history is very young and our bands are going to last yeah. for a long time, I think so. I'm looking forward to continuing to conquer the world with you, my friend. Yeah, me too. Can't wait. Same. All right, dude. Well, as I do every week, hang on one second so I can uh, stop recording and I'll say bye to you properly. But, dude, thanks for being on my show this week. Thanks for getting tucked. Man. And you are one of the Thank best you. fucking dudes ever. I appreciate it. Thank you, Tuck. I got Tuck. You got Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hang on one second, dude. See, everybody, wasn't that great? We got to learn about Crystal Lake, and we got to hear a brand new Heavy As F song. I like this Left to Suffer track a lot because it touches on their more melodic metalcore side. And when you listen to the rest of their tracks, because I know you're going to, you'll see uh, they definitely have some songs that are a lot heavier, but... I like this one a lot, and I think it fits the show well, so I'm glad we got to premiere it today, so Left to Suffer, thank you. But um, it's really great to get to spend time with Rio. Uh, be that our time was cut short on tour, this was a much-needed chat. Um, he has helped me and had my back for almost four years now, and sometimes you just meet somebody and you connect, and uh, that may sound a little corny. It may sound like you're talking about love, but there is love here. I love watching them play, and most importantly, I just like getting to go to the gym and eat lunch and having fun with my friend because it makes me happy. So the hardest part of all this is we had planned to see each other for over a year, and then, you know, all that gets cut short after five days. You know, a whole bunch of us actually have uh, Crystal Lake and Fit for a King and Miss May I tattoos all on our legs together, and uh, I'm going to look at that for the rest of my life. I have a lot of love for Crystal Lake, and I'm gonna forever. So, Rio, thank you for being on my show today, buddy. Next week, we have another badass guest lined up. Marcus Vick of Invent Animate is somewhat new to the American metalcore scene, but is quickly making waves. 
He recently joined Texas Powerhouse and Vent Animate and released a new album titled Grayview. This guy is an incredible talent, and I'm very excited to get to speak with him for the first time. Usually I'm familiar with the guests that I have on the show. Uh, I guess that's because all the guests have been in my bands other than Rio, so that makes sense, right? I'm a dumbass. But I am really excited to get to talk with him for the first time. As some of you may know, no. Trey from Invent Animate has filled in for Fit for a King. He is one of our closest friends, and I have gotten to spend a tremendous amount of time with him. So it's going to be cool to get to hear about what it's like to write and spend time with him and what it's like to be in a brand new uh, band in America when you're from Sweden. So, so super stoked to show you all my interview with Marcus next week. Thank you all for listening, and thank you to Rio and Left to Suffer for being on the show. Tune in next week for my episode with Marcus of Invent Animate. Peace.
Commotion is true. See, but you're what you're supposed to. Just to see what I see, you won't dare to deny it. Who is ever gonna fight me? When gravity breaks away, where are now we go? When gravity breaks away, you will reach me on when gravity fades away. You'll never die. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. <laughs> 